You're listening to It's Complicated, doing business during coronavirus, a weekly podcast produced by Atlanta Business Chronicle. I'm Crystal Edmondson. Each week we'll bring you interviews, information, and insight to empower you during these extraordinary times. This week, as the pandemic highlights inequities, we're seeing a doubling down on diversity and inclusion efforts at organizations across the metro area, including at the National Center for Civil and Human Rights. We have this mantra of helping people tap their own power to change the world around them. And we decided to reach out to the business community with our expertise and knowledge. And so we've now created these entirely two new programs. Also, why Atlanta is the first test market for a new COVID vaccine partnership between Walgreens and Uber. It is our obligation, it's our mission to ensure that every patient has equitable access to vaccine and then understands the importance of it. Before we get to all that, here are this week's top business headlines, three stories you need to know about. First, Microsoft confirms a story this week we first brought you in early January. The tech giant will develop a major East Coast hub in Atlanta. It'll feature thousands of high-paying jobs, affordable housing, and a plan for broad-based community improvements in Grove Park, west of downtown. Separately, Microsoft says it plans to grow its data center infrastructure here. That's an investment that could top a billion dollars. Second, Coca-Cola faces a potential $12 billion liability tied to its ongoing battle with the IRS, the company telling investors during its quarterly financial report. Coke also says fourth quarter profit fizzled to about $1.5 billion, down from $2 billion in the fourth quarter of 2019. But the soft drink giant says it expects to grow faster than the broader economy moving forward. Third, the CEO of Equifax will stay in the C-suite for five more years. The company's board extending Mark Begore's contract and approving a pay increase. His annual long-term incentive package grows from a minimum $7 million to $10 million. That pay closely tied to shareholder value. Begore is one of the highest paid executives in Georgia. In 2019, his total compensation was $14 million. You can read about all of those stories on our website, AtlantaBusinessChronicle.com. This week, the Metro Atlanta Chamber of Commerce launched a multi-year plan to dismantle the effects of systemic racism, which chamber officials say could cost Atlanta's economy if left unchecked. So far, 150 companies and organizations joined the ATL Action for Racial Equity. One of those groups is the National Center for Civil and Human Rights. I caught up with its president and CEO, Jill Savitt. She tells me why the center was in the news recently, but... We started our conversation with her thoughts on the Chamber's new racial equity initiative. I know many companies um, are attracted to Atlanta because of the diverse talent pool here, because of what Atlanta means in the world to have an Atlanta office or a regional headquarters. Um, And the Metro Atlanta Chamber knows that. And I think they approach this in a very smart way, which is this kind of racial justice issue is, is part of your business case. This is not something you're doing to check a box or to look good. This is not about optics. This is about opportunity. This is about business. Jill, how's the center been faring during the pandemic? The last time we spoke, uh, it was June of 2020. Catch us up with how the center has been operating now during the pandemic. And of course, uh, in light of all of the conversations and issues around social justice. The last time we checked in, it was a touch and go situation. We were closed, which was, it's a good, goodly part of our income. 
But we leaned into the moment and we created over the summer, and I think we were in the process of it last time we spoke, of creating some core programs that we could test in the fall and roll out in the new year. One on DEI conversations for workplaces. So tell me more about these conversations and how companies are, are utilizing what you all have to offer. They are usually, we have nine different topics that people can choose to talk about. Um, we talk about, we ask companies for their mission or, or value statement. And then we really talk with their staff about how does this live out in your workplace? Do you feel this happening in your most immediate world? And then the other program that we launched, um, just looking at the world and seeing where we had expertise that we felt would be valuable, is we're doing human rights training for law enforcement. And we're training all of Atlanta's police starting March 1. So this March to a year from March, we will put all of APD through this course. Um, the Atlanta Police Foundation is underwriting that. Necessity is the mother of invention, I have heard. And when you lose $3 million of income because you can't allow visitors in, you have to be inventive. And we have certain knowledge at the center. And we have this mantra of helping people tap their own power to change the world around them. And we decided to double down on that and to reach out to the business community and to the police world with our expertise and knowledge. And so we've now created these entirely two new programs. Um, these two programs will probably generate about $1.2 million in revenue for us this year. Can you talk a little bit about the recent announcement uh, that the Arthur Blank Foundation uh, is giving the center $17 million? And how does that fit into the larger capital campaign and your mission on that front? We have now launched a capital and vision campaign that will add two new wings to our building. One wing will be entirely for training, conversation, education, conferences, meetings, performances, we're going to blow out our bottom space where we hold events and double it to 10,000 square feet of space. And then the West Wing, which is on the aquarium side of our building, is a three-story wing, and it will be more exhibitions and learning. And so the Arthur M. Blank Family Foundation very generously has given us this $17 million grant. 15 million of it goes to the capital campaign and the blanks will have naming rights on the West Wing. Um, my goal, and this is a really ambitious one, is that we will turn 10 years old in 2024. And I would love to be opening those doors on those two new wings in that year. That year, 2024, mark your calendars. Still, there's more fundraising that needs to be done to finish the job. Jill says the center is about halfway to its $50 million goal. An official campaign launch is expected this summer. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, during the first month of distribution of the COVID-19 vaccines, there was a wide disparity in who received the drugs. The CDC found 60% of early vaccine recipients were white, 11.5% Latinx, 6% Asian, and 5% were black. Analysts say there are a number of reasons for the disparity. 
The pharmacy chain Walgreens has selected Metro Atlanta to roll out a partnership with Uber with the goal of making COVID vaccines more accessible to minority communities. I spoke with Rena Shaw, Group Vice President of Pharmacy Operations and Services for Walgreens. I asked her what we might see in Atlanta from this new partnership. When it came to preparing for the vaccination process, we knew that in order for us to solve one of the biggest barriers that we had seen, transportation, um, you know, there'd be value in partnering. And so that's why we're excited about the partnership with Uber. What that means is that when you go ahead and when vaccine is available, and that's number one, is that vaccine is still very limited. But when vaccine is available and you schedule an appointment with Walgreens, um, you'll be able to get information and a confirmation. That confirmation will let you know you can choose Uber as a solution to go ahead and uh, come to Walgreens to get your vaccination. Um, but what we're doing on top of that is that in partnership with local community leaders, they'll be given access codes for free vouchers so that you can actually, to those individuals that we know have barriers to come to the store, they'll be given that code to, to enter into the system for a free ride to Walgreens or to a mass clinic um, to get their vaccination. How did you all come to pick Atlanta as one of the test markets? When we looked at um, exactly uh, where we could go first as, as a pilot area, um, we started looking at um, where do we have the best presence? Um, the second is then leveraging a lot of the data that uh, CDC has provided in med medically underserved areas. So we looked across the country and saw that there's an opportunity in Atlanta where we could go ahead and support. And then the third is where do we have strong connections? Um, we have not only have we do we have stores, but we have leadership in these communities where we've already provided services like this with flu and pneumonia. We've done quite a bit with testing services. We have a, a, a platform in Atlanta that we've been able to leverage. And so that has allowed us to feel confident to start off in Atlanta and then learn and then expand to other areas. What are some of the goals and expectations for this partnership? So we have three pillars in our program. One is educating our customers about the importance of vaccine. And it's not just our local pharmacists. It's through partnerships like, um, you know, like community leaders that we just spoke about, thought leaders in the space. But then it's also sharing information that when vaccine is available, where can you go? And then removing all those barriers that um, from an access standpoint. What's at stake here? If we don't do this, um, lives will be lost. That's what's at stake. And so it is our obligation, it's our mission um, to go into healthcare to ensure that every patient has equitable access to vaccine and then understands the importance of it because there's a lot of distrust in the system and we want to make sure that we educate around what's true and what's, you know, what's potentially a myth. One way Walgreens is getting the word out and debunking myths is through local community groups. Retail pharmacies currently offering the vaccine in Metro Atlanta include Kroger, Publix, and Ingalls, according to the Georgia Department of Public Health. CVS also has vaccines as part of a federal pharmacy rollout. Walgreens says it's waiting on more supplies in order to expand to Georgia. Before we go, you might want to mark your calendar for our next virtual event. Atlanta Business Chronicle will host its Leaders in Corporate Citizenship Awards, honoring those who achieve social and corporate success. Well, that event is on Thursday, February 18th. You can register and find out more information on our website, atlantabusinesschronicle.com. Just click on the Events tab. 
Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Atlanta Business Chronicles podcast. It's complicated doing business during coronavirus. Thanks for listening. I'm Crystal Edmondson. Stay safe, everybody. Boom, 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 boom